Father, we just thank you for your love, for your goodness, and uh, in, in all your children's life, Lord, that you are raising up the Lord and them and bringing them to an intimacy with Jesus. Holy Spirit, thank you for the work that you have done uh, in every one of us, our lives, Lord, here. We just praise you, Lord. And right this morning, Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. Yes, Holy Spirit. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let your words go forth, not in my own human understanding, but in demonstration of your spirit and power. That the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, first, uh, the teaching for today won't be about the palm tree, but later on it will come in. Just to let you know how why the Holy Spirit gave me this uh, picture of the palm, of the palm tree. All right. So the palm tree is the one where the dates come from. Correct, Aunt Joan? <laughs> okay. So now it's also Raya. Okay. So at first I was thinking of you know tree to grow, but what tree? Right. And the Lord gave the palm tree. So just a very short introduction, which is not in the slides. All right. Just about this. Uh, palm tree right uh, it is psalms 92 12 right maybe next week also put it down but you can write it down psalms 92 12 which is the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree all right said the psalmist correct psalms 92 verse 12 and who are the righteous amen all of us here right we are the righteous all right the righteousness of god the righteous ones the holy ones right remember yesterday god has made us all righteous and holy just by faith huh venice adeline evelyn yeah so what will the righteous what will happen to us okay you will flourish all right bountiful harvest you will have you know today first i think this year the lord gave what you will blossom right Flourish is what? Grow, uh, uh, prosper, right? Something that flourishes. Like what? Like the palm tree, okay? In the, the King David said, like the palm tree. So not any other tree, not coconut tree, <laughs> palm tree, but something like that also, okay? All trees are beautiful. They were all in the garden that God created. But flourish to prosper, to increase, right? is like the palm tree so i will just give you a very brief about it later on we will see where as and when the teachings go then we can study uh, in detail first the palm tree is what have you all seen a palm tree before okay if not you see the picture here all right normally it is very upright right straight up so the palm tree is famous for being upright all right it rises straight into heaven Okay, one, it only grows all the way up, only one. Okay, straight towards heaven. It stands upright among the other trees. Okay, so we are, trees are people, all right, in the Bible. So when you see trees, okay, uh, if, when you are prophesying or ministering, all right, most of the time is about their people, okay, trees. Or it also can speak about, uh, speak of life from the word, all right, you can interpret it as life or people so palm tree only got one 
it doesn't look down, it goes up all the way straight. Okay, it moves in one heaven direction. <laughs> we are heaven bound, okay? So we're not looking on the earth, right, anymore, on the physical realm anymore. So one direction, it is upright. Then it is very fruitful, right? A, a palm tree, fruitfulness. I haven't, when we go in detail, I'll show you all the pictures, all right? But now just have an understanding that this is where God is leading us, all right? All of you, the righteous are going to flourish, all right? Like the palm tree. Right, as we develop our spirit man. The palm tree is a fruit-bearing tree. So, correct? Got fruits one. Okay, this picture don't have now my... <laughs> right, but there will be... Uh, it's so beautiful. I saw it and I think it's really uh, given by God. Okay, nutritious. Then you have dates, right? So, it sustains life for a long time. Dates are very... Uh, fruits that are very nutritious and has got many... Um, but uh, good good properties inside Nutri uh, nourishment for us so it will bear much fruit like what Jesus said right we will bear much fruit yesterday we had the fruits of the spirit what patience love joy peace all right also fruits in other areas right so and all these fruits when you bear fruit yesterday is about your Jesus Christ right your intimacy with the Lord yeah so in the natural intimacy between uh, a man and woman, you will have fruit. <laughs> like Daphne will have babies come out soon <laughs> to the joy of the mother. Okay, so that is from intimacy, right? If there is no intimacy, of course, in the natural, right? There is no fruit, right? So when the Holy Spirit comes, the anointing comes, it brings us to have intimacy with Jesus in the spirit, not in the natural way, in the spirit, and you will start to bear spiritual fruits okay galatians uh you, you saw the fruits there right it's a branch and he's the branch right jesus said in john 15 i am the vine sorry i'm the vine he's the vine we are the branches and when we abide in the vine all right then only we will bear fruit if not we can do nothing all right so the palm tree as it grows mature it bears fruits okay so it is all our close spiritual connection with Jesus Christ. All right, all started from there. Okay, as uh, Joan said, although if earlier she know, <laughs> she will remain single, but never mind. Okay, still serve the Lord because now you can serve the Lord as, uh, you know, uh, with your, uh, with Robert Lowe. Okay, it's beauty. Palm tree is beautiful, right? Some people even plant, that you have the red palm and all that into their garden to beautify. Right? When you go to the beach or anywhere, or you go to uh, uh, Arab, uh, uh, you know, places there in, uh, in the east, you see these beautiful palm trees, right? And they are beautiful, very royal, very stately, right? So it's beauty. Evergreen foliage stands out in the landscape, all right? Uh, some of you even, uh, the, the, the media put all this background, virtual background with palm trees and all that, okay? Because it's beautiful. So yesterday, the Lord confirmed and spoke to all of you that you are all beautiful, right, in His sight. So the palm tree is beautiful. People will admire, all right, attracted, okay? But where is the source of that beauty? Okay, that's where we are developing understanding. So it comes from the communion with God. All right, with his word. So how lovely and a good report, right, in the Bible. So it's like the foliage of the palm. Our beauty grows, you know, the palm tree, 
why is it both beautiful? It doesn't grow from the ground like the uh, ubi kayu. <laughs> Nobody admire the ubi kayu, right? The potato, all those uh, you know, fruits and plants that are from the ground or near to the ground. Okay, because it's you cannot see, right? But when you are the palm tree that growing up to the sky, to the heaven, right? It's so beautiful. Who can see? Everyone can see from far. You already can see the palm tree. Okay, so that's why when we grow in our spirit, man, okay, as, as we go through the, the, the sessions again, all right, uh, developing our spirit, man, you will grow like the palm tree. Oh, a display of God's splendor, beautiful, right? The world will see. And then it's elasticity, okay? The fiber of the palm is so elastic when loaded with considerable weight. It still grow undetermined, determinately upwards. That means even there are problems on this earth, <laughs> it goes up. It still can stand, go up. Okay, so that will bring you the strength of your spirit, man. All right, when you are maturing, growing, yeah, that in this world you will have tribulation. Right, there will be some problems here and there. You know, persecution here and there. But the palm tree very determined one. <laughs> it will still grow up, 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 up. So when you grow like the palm tree. Right? You will not be uh, swayed by the, uh, the things of this world. Okay? He who dwells in the house of the Lord will arise, will rise up, will continue to grow taller and stronger. And the last one, ultimate triumph. Right? The palm tree, right? in the beginning, you look at the palm tree, when growing stage, it is like nothing, promise nothing much. It's what? It's rough to touch, right? The palm tree, some of you know, right? very rough. And then very dry, the bark, the bark of the, the trunk, very dry. It's not like pretty like, you know, other plants, but that is the beginning, the growing part, right? It's not attractive yet, okay? But, yeah, when it grows, it's developed, then what happens? It is adorned with fruit. It go up and then got a lot of fruits. So beautiful, okay? So beginning, we start, maybe small, you know, be insignificant, right? Just born, right? And I have all our, uh, you know, all the, all the things in our life, the past and everything. But when come into Christ and the Holy Spirit born, uh, the Spirit man born again and growing and develop, woo, it will grow like the palm tree, right? Definitely, woo. People will see this palm tree growing, okay? Beautiful. Beginning, we were all ugly in our sin and everything. But in Christ, we will be adorned with much fruit. And foliage is beautiful. Okay, so this is roughly. Then later we will, we might go into the uh, using the palm tree as an example as we grow from uh, stage to stage. All right. Okay, let's go into have a better understanding. You all want to grow like the palm tree, flourish like the palm tree. <laughs> okay, not the uh, ubi kayu one. Up in the sky, okay? It's like you can see all of you, God displaying you all to the world, all right? Just like he displayed the children of Israel, right? His glory, okay? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, let's start, right? So there will be the series of ministry teachings, all right? First for yourself, all right? Try to catch more. Some of the verses and things you may have heard, put aside, all right? Learn afresh, okay? Get, because now you're filled with the anointing, right? Fresh, everything fresh. So let this uh, series of uh, development session, uh, Foundation 04, okay? 
again of the spirit man and everything come as a fresh revelation to you okay yeah and then you will catch more so first for yourself fresh and then for you to teach others okay because all of you got is equipping y'all to release y'all into ministry all right so some have more teaching uh, talent or, or, or gifting right some not also never mind at least you catch and roughly know a little bit to share to someone all right and to help a young believer grow so they will be for ministry as well all these teachings okay okay for your spirit man to grow okay start understanding today's session will be session one understanding the tripartite being of the born again believer to live okay there must be a purpose why you need to understand uh spirit soul and body or the tripartite being okay it's for us to live right the palm tree is to live right to live a victorious life in christ just now like the way i described the palm tree isn't that a victorious life the palm tree living whoa yeah victorious got problem down so they don't care still looking upward and still growing beautiful more beautiful more fruitful yeah overcoming problems overcoming the cares of this world right so what but the key to all this to this victorious life to this flourishing life like a palm tree is alive right it's not dead is to understand the tripartite being okay because when you understand this tripartite being then you will know how to really live victoriously all right and you all agree right in the past when you have no knowledge of spirit soul and body even myself right when i entered ministry i don't don't i haven't got yet at 20 something right 25 when i got married right i haven't got the revelation of spirit soul and body tripartite yet so there was still this like you know this emotional part right where you can feel down you feel depressed right and uh, uh, all that okay so I always ask, I want this overcoming victorious life, but how come I'm not experiencing it? There was such a, you know, a, a big question, a big hunger in my heart to want to know how to live the victorious Christian life. You know, it was all this thing that really, really bugged me, right, from 10 years old. You know, when I started to read the Bible and started going to church, I say, I feel like a hypocrite. Everyone is like hypocrite, right? We, on Sunday, we meet together and then we say that God is so good, so beautiful, so everything. And then after we leave the church, it's like everything down. <laughs> Isn't it? And I say, God, I don't want to live this hypocrite life. And they look at everybody as if they are hypocrites. But that's where the Lord led me to Acts chapter 1, the Holy Spirit. And then step by step, when the anointing came, they got baptized in the Holy Spirit, right? Years later, 10 years later, then the revelation. It began to come to me. The Holy Spirit began to help me to understand spirit, soul, body. Okay? And that is where the problem lies. Okay? <laughs> right? When you didn't know spirit, soul, and body, you think, I'm a new creation. Then, why am I so down? <laughs> right? Because why I feel so down? Why I feel so sad? Why I feel so depressed? Why I feel fear in my life? But then, I'm a new creation in Christ. You know this scripture. Then you say, oh, the, you know, the joy of the Lord. And you know, you know so many scriptures. But then you cannot escape what you are feeling. 
You know, you cannot put it aside. You're feeling down. You're feeling miserable. You're feeling small, feeling unloved, feeling like, you know, you're nobody, unworthy. And yet, the Bible says you're a new creation. You're the son of God. You're the child of God. You all experience that only I experience. <laughs> God. Yeah, okay. Yes. So that's why the Christian life becomes like a yo-yo, right? One day up, you feel okay, good. Next day, you feel down. So you're going up, down, up, down, up, down. One time in the valley, one time in the mountaintop. Okay. Why? But look at the Bible. It's not supposed, it's not meant to be like that. Uh, so how to be always living like the palm tree up, right? And overcoming the victorious life, overcoming sin, sickness, temptation, right? And lack and poverty is to understand the tripartite thing that we were made up of. All right. Once we understand this, uh, then you will start to grow and become victorious. And you think that many believers out there who have the same question and they're living this kind of life, right? One day up, one day down. All right. And then you realize when you talk to them, when you say spirit, soul, and body, they say, What? <laughs> What is that? <laughs> okay, so this is something that the church needs today, all right? And also, the, every uh, young believer, as they come in, once they learn this, they will grow faster than the others. So, man, all right, is a tripartite being, okay? That means made of three parts, okay? Which is uh, for, for people to see, Body, soul, and spirit. Once you understand this, you will not say body, soul, and spirit anymore. You will say spirit, soul, and body. Okay, because you you understand about spirit first. For the uh, those who understand, it was always start from spirit, soul, and body. But when you talk to the world or even Christians, right, they will start from body, soul, and, and then they will ask you, what is spirit? <laughs> Correct. Spirit is what goes up. <laughs> okay. So today, all right, you have a clearer understanding of spirit, soul, and body. All right. Okay. Let's start again with born again. All right. There was a man. So John chapter 3, verse 1 to 2. And today we read from the message version. Very interesting. There was a man of the Pharisee sacked Nicodemus, Nicodemus, a prominent leader among the Jews, late one night visited Jesus and said, Rabbi, we all know you are a teacher straight from God. No one could do all the God-pointing, God-revealing acts you do if God weren't in on it. So he saw the miracles. This is a Pharisee, all right, afraid to be persecuted by the others. Pharisees, he approached Jesus at night. And then say, you can do all these miracles, so you must be from God. Then Jesus said, you're absolutely right. right? Like just like, like every time Mary Ann answer in the spot jewels, right? Most of the time, right, right? <laughs> Teachers, mm, very good. Take it from me. Unless a person is born from above, it's not possible to see what I'm pointing to, to God's kingdom. So, Man fell and then had no idea the kingdom of God is what? What is the realm of the spirit or what is the kingdom of God? Jesus came to reveal the Father and God's kingdom. So you always see, he always said, 
All right, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God. Hmm? So first, a person must be born from above. Okay, so imagine you all don't understand, you know, we're just normal, uh, Jesus talking to you. Okay, remember everything happened in the Bible, put yourself inside that. All right, then you'll be able to see clearly. So Jesus said, ah, you want to know the kingdom of God? Because the kingdom of God is where? Down here or up there? Ah, above, right? So first you must be, so we're all born physically, we're born from where? From this earth, right? Yeah, so you want to know, so we have this, born from this earth, we only understand the things of this earth, this world. So if you want to understand the things of God, the kingdom of God, then you need to be born from above. Okay, so that's why many people don't understand at all about God, because they're only born from this world. All right? So in their heart, in their mind, they only understand all the worldly things. Okay? All right, so Jesus answered and said to him, Verily, verily, I say to you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. All right, so this is in the King James to help you to understand from the Bible itself. All right, the Greek born again means born from above. All right, or born from heaven. So in our physical, all of us have been born. We got a, a birth certificate, right? Marianne, you got birth certificate or not? <laughs> okay, so that birth certificate proved what? You were born from here, all right? From your mommy and daddy, daddy. But on this earth, you have a physical body, right? So that is your proof that you are born on this earth. Now, to understand the kingdom of God, we need to be born from heaven, from God. So that already starts, all right? The the understanding that Christianity is not a religion. So you, Marianne, you're born from this earth. Are you having a religion in this birth? Is your mom, your dad, your family a religion? What is, is your mom and dad and your brother all? What, what is it? In one word, it's a family, right? Ah. Isn't it a family? Is it a religion? <laughs> No, yeah. So how can, so for us, right, to, uh, Jesus said what? God wants to have a family. So if we are to understand this, his kingdom of God, then we have to come into his family <laughs> and then be born from him, right? Just as you all belong to a family here because you were born from your mother and father and you're not in a religion you just came up all right from them from their womb into a family a relationship okay a family relationship so if you want to know the kingdom of god you don't introduce them religion or christianity as religion okay you know you have to do all these things all right that's why all the religion is all the guidelines you do must do you must not do okay be good and all that so Jesus, very clear, the kingdom of God has to do with birth from God. Okay, so you all don't see birth as religion, right? Being born. Yeah, birth is a family, right? So born from the beginning, all over again. Okay, 
upon anew. That is the Greek meaning. Then Nicodemus is already about maybe 60 plus or 70 plus in the physical age. How can, you see? So he's born from here only, right? He thinks along the lines of the natural. He said, how can anyone be born who has already been born and grow up? You got this question or not, Marianne? Ah, <laughs> oh, if Jesus stand in front of you right now and say, Marianne, you need to be born again. Then you'll say, if you haven't heard before, right? Then you'll say what? I'm born already. Uh. <laughs> I'm now 18 years old. Okay? Then you ask me to be born again. Uh. Correct, Marianne? Yeah, if you're thinking in terms of the physical, okay, you will definitely answer exactly like Nicodemus. Okay? How? You want me to, the word born is like the birth, right? But if you are in the physical mind, you will think, how can you can't re-enter your mother's womb and be born again. Now you're so big already. You say, mommy, mommy, uh, I want to go back inside. Jesus asked me to be born again. Go back inside your mommy, uh, your womb there. And then come out again as a new baby. Can or not? No, right? So it is not about the physical anymore. Okay? So he thought it was physical. All right, Nicodemus. What are you saying? This born from above thought. <laughs> okay, so born again, you need to understand it. Then one day you explain, okay, to others. What is this? Jesus said, <laughs> I like this one, right? Jesus school. <laughs> not exact school. Lah. You always say this, you are not listening. <laughs> it's called a, a 70 year old man, Pharisee, who knows a lot about the law, the Judaism, everything. You are not listening. So nowadays, no need to scold you all, you are not listening already. <laughs> Okay, you're all listening already. Okay, listen properly, right? Listen to God. Listen with your spiritual ears. All right. Then he said, even Jesus said like that, right? Let me say it again. I like the spot jewels children. They always listen properly. What the teacher Cheng La is saying, what teacher Daphne is saying, what teacher Catherine is saying. That's why they can answer all correct. <laughs> so now all the adults also listen properly. Okay, so you can answer all my questions correct. All right. I can graduate. Okay. Let me say it again. Unless a person submit to the original creation, ah, this is very interesting, okay? The wind hovering over the water creation, the invisible moving the visible, a baptism into a new life is not possible to enter God's kingdom. Ah, this will help you understand even more. So I say, God, is Holy Spirit is very good. Give more revelation. So Jesus said, you, you need to understand, go back to original creation. When God created this, this, world, this world and God created Adam, okay? It's like, it was like the wind. There's a wind hovering, okay? That's in Genesis, I'll go to it. Over the water, all right? That's in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. Okay, where the Holy Spirit was hovering over the waters okay, of this earth. And no one can see the Holy Spirit, right? Or the Spirit of God at that time. So it's the invisible realm. The invisible moving the visible. Can you see that? The invisible moving the visible. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of earth, 
One is invisible to the physical eyes. The other is visible, the natural realm. Okay, so understanding spirit man born again, you need to, to realize these two realms. One is invisible, all right? The kingdom of God, the Holy Spirit, God, Jesus, invisible to your physical eyes. Then the visible is all the things you can touch and see and feel. So the born again experience is the invisible realm, okay? exactly like creation, moving the visible. Okay, let's go into it and giving you a, baptizing you into a new life. Okay, so Jesus said, when you look at a baby, ah, so cute, ah? must be like Mary Ann when she was born. <laughs> Super cute and chubby. When you look at a baby, it's just that a body you can look and touch. Correct? You can look at and touch. So everyone, you say, so cute, all right? When a baby, so next time when uh, Daphne give birth, then everyone says, so cute, so cute, right? Or what you're saying, so cute is what? The body, correct? The physical body of the baby, chubby, chubby, <laughs> beautiful eyes, you know, all physical, okay? That you can look at. So Jesus already described there is a body when you are born into this earth. But the person who takes shape within is formed by something you can't see and touch, the spirit, and becomes a living spirit. Understand? Listen to this, right? When the baby is born, you look at it, it's a body, you can touch, you can feel. But there's a, something inside <laughs> that gives the life. If not the baby, we will call dead. If the baby doesn't have this inside, this body. What is this? That's the person. That's what we call the hidden man of the heart or the spirit man. Inside, that what brings life that the baby can move and smile to you, right? That is your spirit man all right it's taking shape inside the moment a mother conceived conception that is already a person taking shape as in psalms 139 all right that there is god is doing the innermost parts of our being okay in the mother's womb so that's why he called you even before you were you were in your mother's womb so that is alive already all right so when conception there is a spirit there Okay, <clears throat> that is the person. So it doesn't, God, the, Jesus don't re refer to as it. It's a person. So your spirit man is not an it. <laughs> it's not an animal. <laughs> or, or it's not, you know, something up there. You don't know why is it. It's a person. Okay, spirit man is a person. That's why it need to, it can fit and it can grow. All right, your spirit man, hunger for God's word. Why, why you feel the hunger? Because, your spirit man is a person, just like your physical body. All right, Marianne loves to eat, right? <laughs> Always feel hungry, right? You like to eat. So you have a person inside you, right? The day the baby is born, that is uh, hungry also. Okay. By something you can't see and touch. So 
the person inside you, you in the physical, your body, you cannot see, you cannot touch, right? You only see and touch the, the body part of the baby. And that is the spirit. Okay? So all of you got spirit or not? <laughs> spirit man. Okay? Nobody can see your spirit man. Only God can see. Right? And you also haven't seen your spirit man. Why? Because it is the invisible moving the visible. So it will be invisible. The spirit man, the person the, will be invisible to you and to others. And that is the living spirit. Okay? So don't be so surprised when I tell you that you have to be born from above. Out of this world, so to speak. Huh? So the, 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 the natural cannot understand because the natural is governed by the natural mind, the thinking of, the, of this world, right? Or what we can see, feel, and touch. So this is what Jesus is saying is out of this world. Oh, he's introducing the spirit of man, the spirit man to be born again. Okay? So it's not about all the knowledge that the Pharisee had. Right? Jesus is now going to write into the matter your spirit. So you know well enough, Jesus said, how the wind blows this way and that. You hear it rustling through the trees, but you have no idea where it comes from or where it's headed next. See, Jesus is the best teacher, right? He explained very clearly. Okay, The, the wind Okay, the wind blow. Mary can see wind or not? <laughs> yeah, you cannot see wind. But you see the effect of the wind, right? So when you see the trees that you plant, okay, they begin to move. Then you know, hey, mommy, there's a wind blowing. You didn't see the wind, but you see the movement that is caused by the wind. All right, you hear, you can even hear the sound, the rustling sound but you don't know where it comes from. Do you know where the wind is going to go? <laughs> okay, go from Daphne's house to uh, uh, Cheng Lang's house, right? We don't know, okay? It's blowing, okay? But you can see the effect on the object that the wind touches, that the wind is moving, all right? You can see from there, from, the, from, your, five, uh, from your eyes. Okay, so man was created a tripartite being made up of spirit, soul, and body. Right? So you understand the body already. The outside. Right? Very cute. The body. Some thin, some fat. Right? With your flesh. Then, Jesus talked about the wind. Okay? The Holy Spirit. The wind that created on this... Uh, go back to the very beginning. Born again. Creation. Okay? The invisible realm moving the visible realm, just like the wind blow at the trees. Okay, and that's a, that person, that's the spirit. Okay, so the Bible talks about spirit, soul, and body. You all must know this verse, okay? Because in one verse, Paul says that our whole makeup is spirit, soul, and body, the tripartite being. Now, may the God of peace and harmony set you apart, making you completely whole. Holy, all right? So God made us holy, right? You understand that already by faith. Or rather, which part is holy? <laughs> okay, just now I said, no, as Christians for a long time, you said, 
God, make me holy. God, make me holy. Because you don't feel holy. You, you still sin. You still tell lies. You still do all the wrong things. Right? So when you understand tripartite, spirit, soul, and body, okay, then you will know where were you made holy. Remember, there's a person inside the baby. May your entire being, spirit, see, when, when the Bible talks about the tripartite, you start with spirit, soul, and body. Your entire being, so we have this being, right? Spirit, soul, and body be kept flawless in the appearing of our Lord Jesus, the anointed one. So like yesterday, you're hearing Jesus said, we are perfect, we are flawless. Uh, what is the we? Which part is the perfected one? Which part? Spirit, soul, or body has been made perfect. So we know, as we learn along, it's definitely the spirit part. Okay, because the body is not very perfect, right? <laughs> Nobody has a perfect body yet. All right. Mm. God created, okay, like, so remember Jesus said, the wind hovering the water experience from the very beginning, creation. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. Okay, from this, God created the heavens and the earth. All you see, and all you don't see. Okay, beautiful. This one, the message version bringing up. We all say, okay, God created the heaven and earth to stop. No, in order to understand the realm of God, which is the invisible realm to the physical eyes, you need to see God created. The things that we saw God created is the, what we see, but we didn't see the Holy Spirit behind it. We didn't see God because he's in the invisible realm. So that's why a scientist all say, oh, there's no God because they cannot see him with their physical eyes. Ah, but then there has to be a God, all right, to create all this, to create the whole universe. But we can't just that we can't see him with the physical eyes. So earth was a soup of nothingness, okay, bottomless emptiness and inky blackness. Okay, God's spirit brooded like a bird above the watery abyss. All right, that's what Jesus said. The first experience of the spirit, wind spirit, or spirit wind hovering over the waters. The invisible realm bringing into being the visible realm. And understand? Mm. So earth was black, nothing. And that was God's spirit. So can see the earth that time? Can see Marianne, the earth? From this verse, today, the earth, the planet, you know, all the trees, the plants, the sea, everything can see, right? Where you are living. Can see God's spirit? Ah, cannot see it, right? So what Jesus said, the invisible realm moving the visible realm. Okay? God, then God spoke. So the first, you have the invisible realm, the Holy Spirit whom you cannot see, moving, hovering over the earth. And then for creation to be, to come forth, to be manifested, God spoke the word of God. Yes, light. <laughs> I can sing that and say, light, light. God spoke light. So 
you have the anointing, you have the Holy Spirit, everything. Now you need to speak. Yes, that's why first the Holy Spirit comes to bring you to an intimacy with Him, a closer relationship with Him. All right, so Linda can listen to the uh, yesterday's sermon, all right, recorded one, as you, you missed it yesterday, all right? So Holy Spirit, the anointing that you receive, bring you close to Him. Then you have to add to Him as in the Word. And all of just now, you a lot of you shared, right? You have now drawn to the word. Okay, you want to read God's word, you want to hear God's word, you know, you want to hear him speaking already, and he's beginning to speak to you. You're already receiving words from God. As you receive the word, then you begin to speak, and that's what is happening. Okay, you will be creating from the invisible realm to the visible realm. That's where miracles happen. Okay, and, and you will see manifestation of the promises of God. So, light appeared. All you need to just say is light, right? Just like you know, today, we need to uh, switch on the, electric, the switch and then light will come in the natural realm. Okay, in the spiritual realm, right? The switch inside here, open the mouth and speak. Speak what? Speak God's word. Okay, that you have been meditating, that God has been speaking to you, right? In Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, in, in the New Testament, okay, about the new creation, and you begin to speak as a new creation with authority, okay? That, okay, sickness go, be healed in Jesus' name. You're going to say, yes, I'm beautiful. So just now, most of you sharing from yesterday were speaking out and confessing or declaring that, you are beautiful already. No more saying you're ugly, right? Because you heard, right? God in the Song of Solomon, Jesus speaking to you and saying that you're beautiful. You got dove's eyes. <laughs> All right. And now you accept it. Okay. So powerful from the invisible realm. God's word is from the invisible realm. It's been manifested into the physical realm, but first it goes into our spirit. So God named the, the light day and he named the, the dark night evening and morning, okay, we won't go into the creation. We want to go into Adam. All right? At the time, God made, so we move forward a bit, God made earth and heaven before any grasses or shrubs had sprouted from the ground. God hadn't sent rain on earth, nor was there anyone around to work the ground. The whole earth was watered by underground springs. And the Lord, okay, so we go to man, all right? Because it's about the man now, your three-part being. And the Lord formed man from the dust of the ground, Adam. And what did God do? So there is a forming from the dust. So God took from the dust of the ground and he breathed his nostrils <clears throat> into man's nostrils. So you're all shaped like that. That's why everyone got one nose, all right? Nobody here got two noses, right? <laughs> okay, so everyone has the same shape, okay? Image of God. And the time, Adam, still just from the dust. Okay, later on in the, in the physical, uh, when we have physical meetings, we can do uh, demonstrate. <clears throat> then he, no life, right? This, 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 uh, like clay, you know, you all do uh, artwork. Okay, you form a, a, a clay of a, a shape of a man. 
can move or not your clay <laughs> right if you do already then your clay can talk to you 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 say ah well, you run 100 miles right okay you make the clay the doll or the man right and then it's just clay okay it's just still life nothing moving cannot talk cannot move that was adam right and then god breathed his breath of life then the man became a living soul. Okay, so you see three things here. First, the forming of man from dust. That's the body of Adam. Then you have the invisible, okay, which is the breath of God. You cannot see wind, right? Breath is glowing, same like wind. And then became a living soul. So what is this? So you are, each one of you are a soul that is made alive with the wind, with the breath. The spirit actually is that wind, the breath of God. Okay? But you are a living soul. Okay, I'll explain more. So the word form is the word yetsa. Yeah, I don't know whether you remember this. I used to say there's one word, imagination, that is yetza in the Hebrew. Okay? That's why in our imagination part, this one is, I run a bit ahead, okay, that we can also form and create, all right, the way God creates, all right, the things that are not yet seen and become seen in the future. The forming, all right, when God formed Adam, it means, the word yetsa means to squeeze into shape. Okay, all of you done before in school, right? <laughs> okay have you formed anything before you like, like the clay all right uh, i think mary also got to right you form form you squeeze into shape all right so the hands there are the creator's hands our god's hands all right and some of you have done it before so you squeeze into shape you mold into a form so depending on what you want to make it okay so if this is a pot then you make it into a pot especially as a potter all right so we call God as the potter and we as the clay. Okay, this one also got verse. <laughs> okay, scripture. All right. So uh, I didn't give you all the scriptures. All right. So much. All right. You go and find it. To mold into a form like a potter, earthen. Okay. Because we all were made from earth. The body. Is that when I say we all, we're all very blur, right? So now we, we go get to understand spirit, soul, and body. You will be able to differentiate and then later on come into the full being. Okay. The earthen vessel, the earthen part of you, your fashion, all right, and frame like a potter. So there is a frame to frame the whole thing. Okay. Then the breathing part. So that is the body part. The breathing part and, and the Lord breathe into the nostril, right? Of Adam, nafa, okay, which is to blow, to inflate. Y'all got blow balloons before now, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so when you blow, then the balloon grow bigger, right? You don't put blow inside it; it's inflated flat. Okay, then if you let it out, you put hydrogen can fly out. Right? So when God blew His breath, the breath of God, right, blow hard. Breathe inside. There is no 
expiry date already. That thing, the vessel that God blew into, which is Adam, all right, the breath of God is a, a, a breathing thing. It becomes alive. Okay? For a human body, you are alive as long as you have breath, right? <laughs> How you test whether a body is alive or dead? <laughs> yes, here, still breathing or not. Okay, so why you're alive today is because you have breath. All right, the spirit is inside. The spirit is alive. The breath of God is dead. No moment the spirit leaves, the person left with the body, no more breath. Clear? Already, you're seeing the three parts coming out. Okay, so... The breath, right? We cannot see. So just a picture, you know, something like that, all right? It's the wind, okay? The wind, neshama, right? Which means a path, a wind, all right? So you test. Go test each other. It's got breath or not? <laughs> Everyone's still alive? <laughs> okay, no breath, no more already. Die already, okay? So you have the wind, the divine inspiration, all right? That's why later on you'll see how the, the wind came. That is the born again. Alive, right? They become alive. <clears throat> when you're alive, you got appetite, right? Ah, Marianne, okay, very good example. That's why she can feel hungry. Okay, when we are alive, the spirit man is alive. Okay, every Christian born again is alive where? In the spirit. Then you have appetite, you have desire. Okay, if not, you don't have all this. A dead person don't have appetite. Can you imagine you go to a wake and the dead person sit up <laughs> and then say, please cook for me, I want to eat, I'm hungry. <laughs> dead person will never feel hungry, will never feel anything, will never speak anything, will never say anything, completely dead. So when we are alive in Christ, we will have resurrected in us, all right, that spirit man, all right, we will have desire, we all desire to learn, right, Denise, Sarah, okay, Linda, Adeline, all of you, that is the, but it is not the physical appetite, <laughs> that's the body part, okay, that one you will have uh, lunchtime, okay, <laughs> breakfast eat already, right, so that is for feeding your physical body, but the Spiritual appetite is what put you all here to want to desire God, okay? The soul, the soul area, all right, is the, the part, it's in the Bible, this one, all right? I mean, it's the, in, 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 the, in the Greek or Hebrew, okay? It's the, the creature that breathes, okay? So you are a living soul. Not the dead soul, okay? Living because of the breath of God come in. So we are the soul. And then the soul live inside the body. So basically the soul is a creature that can breathe, that is breathing, that is alive, all right? A creature with a mind, okay? With desire, with emotion, with passion that breathes. The breathing substance of being soul, the inner man, of the, the uh, inner man, all right? The living being, all right? The seat of appetites, emotions, passions, the mind, the will, the character. That is your soul part. Also invisible, but 
you can see it through the behavior, the character, the thinking, the mind. So we'll go deeper in, we'll go more into it, you'll understand. Okay, Genesis 2 verse 7, then the Lord formed, that is created the body of man. Okay, first the body, right? Through the dust of the ground. Then he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. An individual complete in body and spirit. Okay, so that's the center part, the soul. Now, this soul has a body or lives inside a body and received the breath from God's spirit and became a, have a, have a spirit living inside this body. Spirit, soul, and body. That is a complete tripartite man. Okay, so the body, the body is like a house or a dwelling, a casing. Okay, so this is your physical body, right? You are like the house, container or vessel, right? You create, right? The, the potter make the vessel. So this body is just for that purpose, is to contain, is to house. House what? All right. Then it expresses, it has five senses. Okay, now your physical body, right? Has got five senses. What are the five senses? Ah, Marianne can answer, right? And mommy. <laughs> Where's your daddy? Cannot see at all. <laughs> oh, too, too small. <laughs> Suddenly the angel appeared. <laughs> you have? Your five senses? Feel. Ah, for... For Marianne one, the taste is very, uh, very strong. <laughs> the sense, <laughs> to enjoy all kind of food. Nothing wrong with that. Your body was created like this. So if God created something, there's nothing wrong with it. Okay? It was meant to, but you need to know what's the purpose for that part. That's all. Okay? So you can see, you can hear, you can smell, you can touch and taste. Okay? And this body can do action. Cannot. Ah. Uh, down <laughs> okay all the actions all right smile laugh cry whatever action and can have speech can talk yeah that's why if a person don't have speech it's a loss of one of the senses of speech okay and you will see that some information is missing if you don't have one of these senses working properly can talk an animal can talk, <laughs> cannot talk, okay? It contacts the physical world, correct or not? Your body, feel, touch, see, everything is the physical world. Your body cannot see into the spiritual world. You need spirit eyes to see spirit world. So some people say, oh, I see ghosts, I see demons, because they are seeing from their spirit. They are not seeing from the body, all right, from these five senses. So last time, olden days, they got this uh, Hollywood made up a show called The Sixth Sense, <laughs> right? And it's all about the uh, spiritual world. And then it's, hey, some people can see they have a sixth sense. Actually, it is the spirit. It's not the sixth sense. It's the spirit, okay? Because the world don't understand spirit, soul, and body or the makeup of man. They call it sixth sense. So there are a lot of 
uh, being, human beings who, who are activated in this area, they can see the spiritual world. Then most of them become witch doctors, homos, uh, mediums. All right. So you go to the temple, then they ding, 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 ding. Okay. Then they tell you, okay, your grandfather came back. <laughs> Don't have. Okay. So you need to know the scripture that says that once a person dies, spirit, they cannot come back already into this physical world. All right. So those are familiar spirits. Okay, seven day in a, in a, in a, uh, all the superstition, seven day the spirit come back all. It's the familiar spirit, demonic spirit that is familiar with a person after they are born physically on this earth. Follow this person around. And then when the person dies, come back, imitate what the person, the, the uh, peculiarities of the person and the whole family thing, the person come back. Okay, so that is the, Demonic spirit, don't have, cannot come back with it. Once you leave this world, cannot come back. Okay, But by the grace of God, right? some people will not allow certain people to go up, see heaven and, or hell, and then come back and tell. Other than that, person die already, cannot come back already. Okay, That's why we need to preach the gospel while they are still alive. <laughs> okay, yeah, Not after they die. Okay, So this, the five senses and the physical body contact the physical world so like marianne she eat you contact the physical world right the, the fruits the, the things your daddy cook the mommy cook all right the cakes and all that all physical so you touch you feel you smell mm, nice smell right all this only physical world okay so that's why we need to come up from here otherwise we'll be living in the physical realm Okay, where you are learning spirit, soul, and body, you will learn how to grow the spirit man. All right? Not the physical body grow. Okay. But it's still in the physical. And God is in the invisible realm. And we come from, born from above. Okay, okay sorry. So the, the body is physiological. All right? Everything about these five senses, this body is all physiological. Right? You all learn, you know the word, right? Natural. World conscious. Okay? So if we teach the Bible and don't understand spirit, soul, and body, you will get all confused. Right? Because here is God talking about the spiritual realm. You are already healed. Right? The word of God says, by his stripes, you are healed. And then if we are world conscious or just in the five senses, we will look at this body. I'm not healed, what? <laughs> because your five senses is only conscious of the physical realm, the world around you, that which you can touch, you can see, you can feel, you can taste, you can smell. Okay? Then you cannot accept this word, although you may mentally say amen, but because you are so into the five senses, you grew up like that, you just see, I'm not healed. Ah, okay? So if anyone has a sickness or whatever, a hereditary or whatever, God say you're healed. And then our five senses, our body, which is physiological, world conscious, related to the environment, what we can feel, we can touch and see, will conclude what? I'm still sick. <laughs> you understand why we behave like that? All right, why Christians, you know, not your fault, okay? It's just we are, you know, in this physical realm, with these five senses, 
and confined to this body the day we are born like a baby the cute picture that i showed you all right and then we just know how to contact this world using five senses so when god speaks what comes from the invisible realm his word is invisible not yet manifested but this is the real one it doesn't make sense <laughs> doesn't make sense to what your body okay later we'll go to the soul right because you touch you feel you still feel the lump you still feel the you see the rashes you feel the fever the temperature hot hot you know everything come all this conclusion that we make that we are sick is coming from where the body understand ah okay so the body part so when a believer or christian say i'm still sick where is he speaking from body yes the body all right the body is making the conclusion all right it's making the decision all right that they are sick because that's how you feel right you feel sick you feel weak you feel you know you feel you feel you can see some diseases can see some more all right and then you can touch some can smell it so because of the input to the five senses from this physical world we conclude we are sick the victorious life how do i get into the victorious life that i'm healed that's why you need to know spirit soul and body okay so it relates to environment that which we can touch and see and feel then the soul Nefesh, the creature that breathes, is the life force that is maintained by breathing. So the soul is inside you, right? When you became a, a the body, see how God created Adam, right? First, the body that has no life, he breathed his spirit into the body, and the body became, can breathe already, became a living soul. Okay, so a, a creature or a force came into the body to be able to breathe and it is if separated from the life force then the soul dies okay that's why you say when a person no more breathing no more life you call the person dead the soul is dead the soul in ezekiel says the soul that sins it shall die okay <clears throat> so the the soul consists mainly of the mind, the will, and the emotions. Okay, first three, later I explain. The mind, the will, and the emotions. So remember how the, you know, the, the body became a living soul? First, the breath of God come in. All right, so your spirit become alive. You have a, received a spirit already into this body. And then God described this spirit inside a body as a living soul so complete now this spirit has a soul or this body has a spirit and has a soul that have a mind that can think okay the mind is the area where you think it is called psychological right in the world it's uh, i think new something like that Psych psychology okay studying of man how man thinks the will the part of you that make choices, that make decision. You make a choice 
and a decision this morning to come in and listen and grow your spirit man right to come in to worship god right yesterday right so you make a decision to wake up ah this uh Marian made a decision to wake up early this morning because Fat Jewels will be starting at 4 30, 4 o'clock. <laughs> right? She made a decision. Then she made a decision other days, no need to wake up so early. <laughs> because she has something to look forward to. Okay, she made uh, it's her will. Nobody can nobody force her. Right? She chose. That is come from which part of you? Your will, your soul. All right. The decision to choose. Each person. All of you make a decision to whether choose whether to accept Jesus or reject. All right? So that's why you don't force a person to receive the Lord. So after you preach already, then you say, okay, now say the sinner's prayer. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay? They must choose for themselves, okay? Whether they want Jesus into their lives or not. Whether they want the new life, the newborn again, Jesus. All right? So then from the will, the mind, you have the emotion. Remember just now in the Greek or the Hebrew, the, 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 the soul is the creature that can think, can act, can have emotions. Okay. So from your thinking, you have your feeling, your emotion of joy, emotion of fear, all kinds of emotions come out. Right? So easy to understand from your mind you think of something all right uh marianne just need to think of food <laughs> any type of food okay yeah then she will have the emotion of joy right oh, and then she think nowadays she had extra things to think of spark jewels and then she also smile okay got emotion of happiness and joy so the more you the whatever you're thinking here will bring you the emotion okay the Holy Spirit, the anointing came, right, and gave you, right, uh, new emotions and new thoughts, right? You help you up to start the oil in the engine. Okay, so the emotions, so that's psychological, that's where psychology comes from, study of the soul, right? And it is more self-conscious, okay? Remember, the body is world-conscious, the environment, always conscious of how what you see what you think uh, what you see what you feel what you smell what you taste that's your body you can't change it <laughs> okay it's always conscious of that okay so when you speak to someone most of the time you're speaking to the body or the soul all right the soul will be always conscious of the self the personality i'm not worthy I came from poor family or I came from rich family, whatever, all the personality inside the person. Okay, conscious of self, me, me, you know. Uh, I have, uh, I, all about your character. Okay, I'm not good enough and all kinds of things or I am very good. <laughs> okay, that's the, the pride, the self-righteousness. It can be both ways, all right. It's just about you, right. The soul is just conscious about you, your being your personality and but from your soul you can relate to others all right that's why we communicate okay you begin to share what you think to another person okay you don't communicate to the food and say food you are very delicious maybe marianne got 
I will eat you up. <laughs> okay, but you communicate with one another, you know, and you say, yes, you know, listen to one another, you talk to them, you share what you are thinking and how you are feeling. All right. Self-consciousness relating, you can now relate. If you don't have a mind, that's why you say those go into Tanjung Rambutan or mental hospital. They will not be able to relate really because their mind is all haywire. Their thoughts are all, you know, different direction. They cannot communicate to another person properly. Okay. <clears throat> okay. The next part is your the spirit, which is the spiritual part, right? That is God conscious. Okay. So that's why Paul, uh, Jesus <clears throat> told Nicodemus, right? If you want to know God, the, the kingdom of God, you need to be born from God. Okay? <clears throat> and then you can be conscious of God. So the part that is conscious of God is the spirit. All right? Your spirit, which is the true identity of the person. Okay? Who you are is that spirit. And that is the identity that God described for us in Christ. You are the new creation. The body looked the same. The moment you receive Jesus, this word already become real to you. You have been born again. You are a new creation. But where new creation means a new one. But you look at yourself, same, right? <laughs> didn't grow thinner, didn't grow better. You know, still the same. In your body, still the same. So where is the new creation? In the spirit part of you. All right? And that is the part that big suddenly, hey, I'm born. There is a God. All right? Even you may not understand what his name is called, what God is called, or who he is, or whatever. There's a consciousness inside you that God, that is a God in this world. Okay? So where is that consciousness come from? Your spirit. Your spirit. Okay? Then it relates to God. Okay? The, that spirit is where you experience intuition. The world calls it intuition. Your conscience. Okay? Your conscience uh, become like much more stronger. What's your conscience? The part of you that can tell you right or wrong. All right? It is stronger. All right? Before you, your spirit man, you're born again. Right? connect with God, you, you have a conscience. Every man created with a conscience. Every man born, the baby, just now you read, right? You have the baby outside, but there's a person inside. That is the spirit man. When it come out, it has a conscience. Okay? Of right and wrong, good and evil. Okay? There's a conscience there. So then it's for communion. Communion with who? Yeah, communion with God. Okay? With God. So, with your body, you have communion with, <laughs> with the physical world. All right? You commune, commune with the food, you commune with the things around, you know, you hug your handbag and, <laughs> and then you say, so beautiful handbag, I love you so much for the ladies. <laughs> okay? But it's not from your spirit, it's from your body. Okay? Your body was created to enjoy all this. Nothing wrong. Okay? Right? But, we will learn the wisdom and how to put into places. So when the, uh, your spirit man now connect with God, you, you will hear God, all right? And know which is more important 
and how to make decisions in life. So the communion, okay, you cannot communicate with God from your body or from your mind because, okay, later. The spirit God breathed into man is like a living man, a lamp, a shining light searching into the innermost chamber of our being. So all of you have got this light inside. Okay, the moment you receive Jesus, your spirit man became bright, alive again. God breathed his breath of life into you. The spirit of a man is the lamb. So your spirit is like a, a lamb. If this lamb got light, uh, that's where the anointing comes in, right? The oil. <laughs> no oil, okay? Cannot see anything. That's why the Holy Spirit come, give oil. So now you what? You can understand other things, all right? Searching all the innermost chamber of our being. From the spirit, you will have revelation, you have enlightenment as to you, yourself, you know, how you got created, who are you, all right? Who is God? And what are, is your purpose in this world? Okay, it comes from the enlightenment, the day your spirit man born, but born again. But the thing is, why a lot of uh, believers still do not have this enlightenment revelation? No oil. <laughs> so, <laughs> no Holy Spirit. Activate, all right, put the oil inside, filling with the Holy Spirit. Cannot see or see a little bit. That's why Ephesians 1, Paul says, God opened their spiritual eyes. All right, and you need the oil for the lamb to be bright. You know, you cannot see in a dark place, right? So can you imagine you in this house of yours, it's all dark. You cannot see anything. That means you don't understand anything about the realm, about what's happening in this earth, about yourself, your future, your family, blank, blur, dark, confused. Okay, the spirit, the world without Christ, not yet born again, is in darkness. That's why it's called darkness. In this garden or in this spirit heart, dark, everything dark. When Adam sinned, darkness came in. Everything was supposed to be bright and light, communicating, communicating with God. Okay, but when he disobeyed God, the light went off, poof. And everything became dark. And since then, man born under from Adam were all in darkness, the Bible says. Right? Cannot see. You know, you tell them, God love you. They still cannot see. <laughs> they only see, oh, the world. Why got people die? Why got sickness? God don't let. And then they conclude from the body and the mind, the soul area, that there is no God or there's a cruel God. Cannot see the love of God. That God is loving, they cannot see because dark inside. Okay, the spirit man, dark, not yet, no light, no the spirit of God breathe into them. But the moment you receive Jesus, you got born again, light comes for the oil. All right, you are enlightened. Now you can see, right, that God is a good God, that God loves you, and that He will do everything for you, and He has already done everything for you dying on the cross okay so that from your spirit man you will be able to understand other things of, of this life 
which the world don't understand. So the world emphasis is on your body. Go exercise, you know, day and night, day and night exercise. We do what? Day and night <laughs> exercise in the spirit, brain, tongue. Okay, nothing wrong again exercising, but not day and night. Okay, don't spend all 24 hours. Then they say day and night, go make money. No, God said day and night, commune with it, have the wisdom of God. All right, how to live this life and prosper the way God prospers. So the human spirit, okay, or the spirit man, got different names, is the lamp of the Lord. So to enlighten yourself, the brain, all right, the soul area, with all the information, the body has a lot of information from the surrounding, but it's all false information, or at least information not about God, okay? It's from the world. So when your spirit man, the human spirit that is born again, then it becomes a lamp of God. So when God enlightens your spirit man, the spirit man grows, Ah, then it sheds light on the other areas, on your purpose of your life on this earth. Now you begin to understand why you're born for, right? Esther, yeah? today her birthday, right? When your spirit man born again, then you know your purpose in this life. The, 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 the earthly world is only from the body, right? You're born as a baby, but you're born again, you have a purpose. So this spirit man need to continue to have oil to keep the light burning and have God's word. With the oil, the Holy Spirit will reveal to us and help us understand God's purposes, God's plans, God's ways. God is a spirit. Okay? The source of life, yet invisible to mankind and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. So the world wants to see God, all right? The unbelieving, when I say the world, those who don't know Jesus, and sometimes Christians unknowingly think that they must see Jesus appear to me. <laughs> Why? Because they are still so living in their five senses. What you see, the five senses is like this, right? I don't see, I don't believe. Okay, but God is not in the visible realm. He is in the invisible to the physical eyes, the five senses, but yet he exists. Remember, Jesus said and in the beginning of creation, how creation made if that's not God? Right? The Holy Spirit, the unseen, the unseen one, the invisible one, hovered over the waters, the visible one, and when God, the invisible God, spoke, then it became light, manifested into the visible realm. So, if God is a spirit, then that's why we need to be born again, a spirit man, breath come in, then only we can see him. But we see him, no longer need the physical eyes to see him. All right, like all your experience, uh, Jesus talking to you. Other people will say, are you crazy, Joy, uh, jo Joan? <laughs> you say, I'm the bride of Christ. Jesus told me this morning, you know, I'm his bride. And then from the uh, sermon and the words of God, right? In Song of Solomon and all that, you get, Jesus is telling you you're beautiful. To an unbeliever outside or someone who don't know Jesus, they, are only, they can only see what they can see with the five senses. They will say, are you in love with something? Uh, spiritual <laughs> we cannot see uh. but because when your life you know you will speak to him as if he's real and he is to you now 
right? They will also want to know this person, okay? Because God does not expire, right? Whereas our human body, our human life will expire. Expire means what? You will die, right? So God is eternal. He's a spirit. And he created each one of us eternal spirit. Okay? So even uh, Adam was created eternal spirit. So his spirit supposed to live forever. Okay? Then we will see again spiritual body. So the spirit contact God. And when you have this relationship with God, it is as if God is there. Then you don't even realize that the people listening to you <laughs> cannot see him because you can see him. You see him with your spirit eyes. But once before, you were like them. Where is God? Huh? <laughs> Where is God? Huh? I cannot see. Huh? Okay, ruled by five senses. But now, your spirit man is taking over more and more as you develop this spirit man and grow this spirit man, right? To experience and see God now from your spirit man eyes. Okay, Romans, this is just a few uh, verses to tell you that when you are born again, right, we're serving him, we worship him, experience him, commune with him, with God is through the spirit. All right, even uh, Paul says, God knows, uh, uh, for I serve and worship him or God with my spirit. You cannot worship God with your body, flesh, although you, the body can be used, all right, to worship him. All right, but it's led by the spirit, okay? With your body use, how you use a body, you use your voice to sing, all right? Sing praises unto him. You use your body to dance, okay? Unto him. All right, but it is all led by the Holy Spirit. All right, the Spirit. <clears throat> because if it's not led by the Spirit, then it becomes a performance. All right, so those people who can sing very well, you can see that they can sing superb, all the right keys, or they can dance very well in the natural. It's not worshiping God. Not for me, I say. Uh, it's, uh, but if their Spirit, it's there, it's okay, all right? But if they're just doing it from their body, then Lord led by the Spirit is not worship from the Word of God, right? See, because God said, worship Him in Spirit, led by the Spirit. All of you, those of you whose voices are not very good, you got a lot of hope. <laughs> you know, why? And, you know, Joe never danced before, son, so beautifully in the Spirit. Beat all those who take lessons for baller, ballerina and all that, ballet and all that. They cannot even dance like that because the Holy Spirit is the perfect dancer. You know, Holy Spirit has the perfect voice. And those of us, right, if we learn, once we learn more and more, right, in those of you who are in Malaysia, come to the physical meetings. Don't miss it, right? More and more, be filled with the anointing with the Holy Spirit. And Venice will be singing spiritual songs, all right? Adeline, Evelyn, all right? When you yield to the Holy Spirit, just like Joan yielded to the Holy Spirit that day at the Holy Spirit last weekend, right? The Holy Spirit will lead you into the most beautiful expression of worship that you have never seen on this planet, okay? All the concerts and those beautiful cannot beat the Holy Spirit. You will sing 
a key, heavenly, you know, angels sing heavenly songs, their keys are perfect, right? You will begin to sing like angels. I heard angels sing before, during those, I shared with you that anointing time we were, we were, uh, in the, my previous uh, ministry, as we were praying in the spirit, I heard a very high pitch singing. You know, that hurt, of course, is in the spirit, yes, but it sounded like, you know, as if it's there. So high pitch, you know, they're singing, oh, probably it's hallelujah, you know, very high one. And I know that no one was singing. The, the people around me, we were all closed off the lights that time in our sanctuary, and we were just praying in the spirit. And I, and I know that it's not, the, the singing is not anybody around me. I knew that. You know, it's not only me hearing, right? You will hear people hearing angels singing as you begin to go into the spirit realm. All these things will happen, right? Because your spirit contact God, right? Your spirit immediately you pray in tongues, and you are already in the realm of the spirit, right? The spiritual realm. Very powerful. I believe, you know, that Marianne will begin to sing angelic songs. Right. And when we worship, right? Hmm. Then I hear angel voice. Ah, amen. Yes. It's normal. It's it's real. Okay. Yeah, it's real. And sometimes the youth, the children are more sensitive. <laughs> yeah, the angels are worshiping, provided you are, you know, there is the, the anointing there, like, you know, where uh you don't reject the Holy Spirit and reject the anointing, then nothing happens. When we welcome the Holy Spirit, okay. In your presence, whether it's a spot jewels worship or BFA worship, all of us together, as long as we are worshiping in the spirit, all right, coming together, acknowledging Holy Spirit and welcoming Him, singing songs that uh, you know glorify God. The angels are singing with us, and as they are singing and worshiping with us, God may open the ears of some of you to hear them. <laughs> and then you say, Hey, you look around, it's not, not, not this one singing, not that one singing, or sometimes. You know, the voice come upon you, you will be singing also. So these are the spiritual realm that is so beautiful. Okay? And it's manifested to bring us close to the Lord, yeah, in communion with Him. And then His glory pours down. Blessing after blessing. And, then, and more empowerment for you to bring Christ to the world. Not by our own strength. Beautiful. Okay, don't go for anything less. <laughs> Once you tasted, right, Joan, the anointing, the presence, all of you, right? Do you want ever to go into a, you know, to start a, a, to, to, to praise God with songs that got no, <laughs> no life or, you know, you feel that's not you anymore, correct? Right? Your, your spirit part has become activated with the oil. You just cannot do something with your body that has, you know, not connected to the spirit anymore. Okay? That's why your passion begins to grow. The love, you know, all from the heavenly realm. Okay? So one day we'll hear testimonies, uh, like, like, like uh, what uh, Marianne shared, can hear angels singing from everyone. It's beautiful. It's out of this world. <laughs> okay? And everyone can hear that. As and when, you know, we go deeper and deeper into the spirit realm. Okay, go back to Genesis. And out of the ground, Genesis 2, 9, 
the Lord God made the Lord God to grow every tree. So there's many trees, all right, in the Garden of Eden that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. So when God created before Adam and uh, created Adam, right, he created all this ready for, for his uh, child to, to be born, all right, Adam. Provide, like that, like Marian, before you're born, your parents prepare everything you did. Prepare your room, prepare your cradle, your clothes, you know, everything for you before the baby comes. So God already prepared everything. So, but in the garden, there were every tree. So it's not limited to two trees. Okay, God put a lot of trees, different kind of fruits there that can eat. Oh, Marian, you love it, right? <laughs> yes, so many fruits, all right, from so many trees. But, because God made Adam, all right, free will, all right? He loves us to make a choice and decision for ourselves, whether to want him or not, okay? He put there a tree of life in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There's a tree of life with a lot of fruits and then a tree of knowledge of good and evil with other trees. So plenty of food to eat. There won't be shortage of food in heaven. Yeah. Hallelujah, Marianne. <laughs> and on earth also, okay? Because you are God's children, okay? Genesis 2. Then the Lord commanded the man, saying, of every tree of the garden, many, many trees, right? You can freely eat. See, the body need to eat, right? The fruit. God created Adam body to enjoy the environment. So it's good to have appetite and enjoy food. It is God's will, God's plan for this body to enjoy the things of this world. But now there's over excessive, there's a word called gluttony and all that because of sin, corrupted everything that God created and intended. Okay, so now the spirit needs to rule back again. Okay, so last time. If imperfection in God's will, man will know how to eat and stop eating. <laughs> okay. So they will don't eat until vomit, that kind of thing, you know? Okay? Because they were created innocent, right? No, no sin yet. But when sin came in, then you have, you know, there's lack of control of the body. So the body begin to eat until overeat, eat until vomit, or eat until eat all the wrong things and all that. Because everything in this world got corrupted after sin, okay, after Adam's sin. But before that, you were meant to eat and enjoy the fruits, enjoy everything with your physical body to a reasonable limit, okay? So the Lord commanded, every tree of the garden you can freely eat. God saying, not saying that you all cannot have lunch or cannot have dinner. <laughs> okay, you all can, all right. Mm, but because remember, sin came in, right? There is a force of darkness, all right, and then we need wisdom. But where is it going to come from? That wisdom, all right, know how to make good decisions from the Holy, from the Spirit. Okay, so go back here. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat. So very clear, the command of God is very simple. It's all about the body. So the body, appetite, actually, is the first thing that caused Adam and Eve to fall. All right? Sin came from your body part. Anything, any sin we do is from our body, right? <laughs> okay? All right? So the body, instead of, you know, 
using it, all the members of the body with the different parts to worship God, to serve God, right? So today there's a uh, Romans uh, 12, uh, 1 says, right, present your bodies as sac living sacrifice unto God. Huh? No more with how to live in that victorious life where you stop your body, can, you are in control of your body from sinning. When you understand spirit, soul, and body, okay, then your spirit will rule no more your body. All this while is the body ruling, and of course, the unrenewed mind. All right. So now we're going to put the body into subjection. Paul says, I put my body into subjection because this body already tainted with sin. All right, when you got saved, the body is not saved. That's why we have to, God will give you a new body. All right, Marianne, at the rapture, new one, perfect one. Okay, but in the meantime, we will live inside this body first. But if we have understanding, uh, the Lamb of the Lord, right? It's from the spirit man developed. Then we also can have not the perfect body yet, but at least a body that can overcome sickness, overcome pain, overcome, you know, all the sinful appetites and desires. In the day that you eat that all, you shall surely die. So how the Adam ate through the body, okay? God say already, in that day when you eat, you shall surely die. That means no more life. <clears throat> Thou shalt surely, in the Hebrew means dying, you shall die. So there is two death. In dying, you shall die. See clearly, there's a body, a spirit in Adam. And you know, Adam didn't Drop dead physically immediately. Right? Physically, he only died 930 years later from the. Uh, of course, you see what happened, right? Eve took, uh, I will cut the story short, you can read it. Eve took the fruit that was not supposed to eat, gave it to Adam. Adam ate. And this thing happened. He died, but he didn't die physically. Immediately, right? If you say die today, if we are only using body or thinking from body, body, when we say someone die, means die already, <laughs> physically gone already, right? In the coffin already, cannot, uh, no more eating, no more uh, sleeping, no more talking, dead on the spot. You say someone have died, you won't think of someone still alive, right? Physically. Okay, if you say so and so died already. What come into to you? What is your understanding? Oh, the person, body, dead. No more life. See? But when God talked about death, that's why when we, when the Holy Spirit come and help us to understand God's word, we understand it, we won't see death as wait until the person physically dies. Why you go and save souls? Why you go preach the gospel? Because you look at them. Or why you not go preach the gospel? Because you still see they're all alive. <laughs> all these people are walking around in the mall, in your family, in, the, you know, in your homes. They are all very alive. So the word die didn't register inside you. 
You understand? If you registered already, there will be such an urgency that these are all dead people need to be resurrected when God gave the prophecy to Eli, Eli uh, to Ezekiel. He said, all these are dead bones, dry bones, and prophesy life to them. So your physical world, you only see physical. So if you are still thinking, all right, like from the body, then you say, do you realize the person who haven't received Jesus is dead? You, you may say yes, but you still didn't get it because you still see the person alive, still talking to you, still running around. But in the spiritual world, it's dead. Needs to be come alive by born again, receiving Jesus and then have a new birth. So first, our ourself, all right, understanding this. So when you see someone, they are dead, just like we were, all right, who haven't received Jesus, now you're born again. Dead. Dead in their sins and trespasses, dead in their spirit, okay? So there are two deaths. Two, the spirit, same as there are two births. All right, remember two words open up the whole Bible, understanding God's way is the word life and death. Life and death. Religion is right and wrong. Okay? God is about birth, right? You give birth to life. God breathed life. Then no more already, death. So this, this word death or life Will only the revelation come to your spirit man. To your body and your mind, uh, 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 carnal mind, you don't see anyone dead until physically they are dead. It's so in the body. <laughs> so much in the body. It's so scary. You know, that Christian believers who are born again, are still in so much making decisions and conclusions from the five senses. Because the five senses tell you a person is dead only when they no more breathing, they no more, you know, the, 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 they, they, they are, uh, the body, no life, not moving anymore. Then you say dead. Then you say, oh, never see the person again. Then you cry. Right? So important that our loved ones get safe. I was, you know, we went to the, just share with you something to, to realize the, the urgency of sharing the gospel. Uh, lately, we went to a wake, right? So I shared with them. I, I was brought up by my grand, grandmother from young because her mother, I have another younger, uh, uh, my sister just one year after me. So you cannot, she cannot take care of both of us. So my grandmother was there, and then I was given to my grandmother to take care from small. At about, uh, I think, 20 years old, I was coming to, so I received a lot about 10, 12 years old. Then after they come to KL to study, right? When I came to my first trip to KL to study in Ta College, after I settled, roughly settled into a room that rented, <clears throat> I got the news, horrible news, okay? from my brother that my grandmother passed away. Wow. You know, my grandmother was the closest to me. Okay, at that time, more than anyone else. 
And so I, I was so shocked because I have not, not very sure whether she received the Lord at that time. Uh, she was the one who brought me to temple. She was the most uh, religious one in the whole family that brought me to the, the temple and all that. And she knows I, go, I, I believe in Jesus, but she had, I had not personally like, led her to the Lord. So I don't know whether she's saved or not. Inside my heart is maybe she's not saved. So the, that horrible feeling when I was told she has died, I think I cried so loud in that little room in that house in Setapa, I, I, can, I feel as if the whole neighborhood can hear. It was so horrible to be totally forever, the feeling that I could be totally forever separated from the one I love so much and how much she loved me. That is eternity, the feeling of eternity inside me, forever separated from this person that I love so much. It was very horrible and I couldn't even go back because it was during my exam. But later on, uh, of course, as I grew up, you know, came close to my mom, my mom stayed with me later on. And when my mom passed on, it was very different. She had already received a lot. Okay, very clear, very know, she know Jesus, talk to Jesus and all that. No, and definitely born again. So when she passed on at about 80 years old, of course I miss her, but the feeling of the eternal separation was not there. <laughs> that despair that I cried so loud in that room was not there. It was peaceful because I know I will see my mother again for sure in heaven soon. So it was a peace. It was, you know, of course the missing part, but the, the whole feeling was totally different. One was it possibility of most probably eternal separation. But the other one is just later I come, later I will see you. So this is death. Right, it's so important, yeah, that our loved ones come to know the Lord, or else it might be an eternal separation. Or people out there, why? Why Jesus said, go out and preach the gospel to everyone. He knows what it's like to be eternally separated from God. That happened to our Lord Jesus on the cross. Yeah, when he said, My God, my God, why have you? forsaken me and that was because for us separated from God so that all of us don't ever need to be eternally be separated from God and that's where he said go into the world and preach the gospel preach the gospel to every creature so that all the humanity as many as possible can come to be eternally together with God. Because that feeling of eternal separation from someone you love is super horrible. <laughs> and I think I only felt maybe a certain percentage of how God's heart would feel when, when the people he created and he loved so much would be forever burning in hell and separated from him. And he saved us so that you can go and bring life to others, bring them back to God, so they don't have to die. So this death, all right, when Adam sinned or disobeyed God in a very small thing that caused by the appetite 
All right. If so, saw so, using the physical eyes, all the temptation all come from the body, right? Saw so that it was good. Saw so that, you know, and gave it to the husband and they have probably saw the fruit. Why? Right? There are so many other fruits. So the body, okay, is the part that can bring us to sin. But when he disobeyed God, he didn't die immediately. So you can now understand physical death and spiritual death. Yeah, physical death is what we are so used to it. Wait till the person die, go, and then the doctor issue the certificate dead. Then we say, oh, the person physically dead, then gone from you. No, while they are still so-called alive physically, in the eyes of God, they are already dead in the spirit and need every one of you to go, right? Esther, your destiny, go and preach the gospel to them, bring them back to life. So two deaths. Adam didn't die immediately, the physical death. He, he lived physically another 930 years. So your friends, your colleagues, your, your family, whoever around you, the people in Cambodia, in uh, uh, Myanmar who don't know Jesus, everyone around you, they may be still walking around, living for another five years, 10 years, 20 years, but spiritually already died. Okay, and then after that, he, he died at 930 because God said in the day that you sin, that you eat this fruit, you will die. God's uh, uh, calculation of day is one day to God is 1,000 years on this earth. So Adam could not live beyond 1,000 years physically. <clears throat> so this teaching it's not just for you to have knowledge, <laughs> okay? For you to realize spiritual truth that will drive you, will move you, the invisible moving the visible body, <laughs> to go and preach the gospel, okay? To go and share. After that experience about my grandma, I realized again how important it is to share and make sure, all right, at least our loved ones and around to preach the gospel, to serve the Lord. Yeah, the time I haven't go into full-time ministry or not full-time, I mean, as the pastor yet. When Adam sinned, the entire world was affected. See, sin entered human experience and death was the result. Sin and death. Okay, the law of sin and death. Sin coming, death coming. But what kind of death? Spiritual death plus physical death. But physical death, not yet. Spiritual death first. So instantly, spiritual death came in. Adam died in the spirit first. 930 years later, then only he died physically. So take the word death and life seriously from the word of God. Don't say, ah. Still alive, lah. <laughs> you are still seeing from physical, okay, from your body. The whole entire humanity, the whole entire world was affected. Sin entered human experience. Death was the result. They were separated from God already for eternity. That's why God came up with the plan of redemption. Jesus had to come and be separated from God for that time that satisfied 
uh, God's justice, then we can, whoever believes in Him, will never need to be forever separated from God. Death followed his sin. This sin casting a shadow over all humanity because all have sinned. So you have what you see around you in the shopping mall, in your market, in your office. These are the walking dead if they don't have Jesus. That's why Pastor Pierre go and preach the gospel, right? Have you seen people as dead? And they are walking, or you still think they are very much alive. So you say, hi, you don't even care whether they, they are alive or dead or what. They are dead. According to God's word, the entire human race experienced death. We were all born in, as a baby, dead in the spirit, separated from God. Thankful to the one who shared Jesus with you. That you came back into life. And how you see people all have sinned, all humanity. Death once held us in its grip by the blunder of one man, death reigned as king over humanity. Everything was death. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> the new expression, you wake up, you don't feel like waking up, then got sickness, like, got pain, like, got all kinds of uh, got poverty. All right, all this came as a result of sin and they're all under the one word of death. Because you don't see sin, sickness, poverty, depression, all in the Garden of Eden when Adam had not sinned yet. <laughs> don't have. All these things don't exist. Sickness don't exist. That's life. Okay, pain doesn't ex don't exist. Worry don't exist. Okay, uh, problems don't exist. But work, yes. Adam just need to to till the land. All right, with not without sweat. Okay, just speak probably. You can speak to the animals and talk to them. Everything was not no death. It was life. It was life. The birds were singing. All right, they were happy. They were enjoying what we call paradise the Garden of Eden. All right, so today is where? Yesterday I said, it's in the spirit, that paradise is in our spirit. And those who are dead don't have this experience of life. We need to share with them. Death reign as king. But how much more are we held in the grip of grace and continue reigning as kings in life, enjoying our regal freedom from the gift of perfect righteousness in the one and only Jesus the Messiah? Okay, this one you may not understand. We'll go through the teachings bit by bit, right? Until you get more and more revelation and understanding of your regal freedom in Christ. Freedom from what? Freedom from death. A person who is alive is not dead. <laughs> A person who is dead is not alive. Just remember that. Dead in the spirit, alive in the spirit. That's why you all went through water baptism, right? Signifying an outward expression of an inward experience of life coming into you. The new birth, born again into new life. But you look at it, in the physical, cannot see anything. All right? So this is the spirit part, experiencing life. That's why when a believer lives as if they are half dead or no victory, they don't understand life. They don't understand spiritual life. They don't understand spiritual death. Okay, that is where 
you don't understand spirit, soul, and body because the part that feels depressed and all that and worries and the body, having sickness and all, all those things come from the soul and the body part. But the spirit is the one that is experiencing life and from that life, it brings light to the other parts okay, and able to manifest God's life into the physical world. In other words, just as condemnation came upon all people during one transgression, so through one righteous act of Jesus Christ, the perfect righteousness that makes us right with God leads us to a victorious life is now available to all. <laughs> Probably last time this verse didn't even strike anyone. <laughs> Thank God there's a pastor. <laughs> okay, this verse, all these verses strike me very, very much when I was only about 10 years old, 12 years old. All right, Marian's age, Kate's age. Because the, I read so much the Bible, and every time I read the Bible, it talks about victorious life. Huh? And I said, I don't feel victorious at all. I don't feel. See, at the time I don't understand spirit, soul, and body. So I cannot understand where is this victorious life that is supposed to be available to all who are in Christ Jesus. How do we live victorious life? How do we live the complete life? You know, the, the heavenly life. Is it just money? Is it just, you know, you can have all the money, everything, and then I still don't feel victorious, right? Because you still feel hurt. You still feel pain. You still feel worries, right? Yeah, Evelyn, go experiencing, you know, peace in the midst of problems. That is a part of a victorious life. Yeah. Right? So where is it? In your spirit man. In your spirit man. Your three-part being. Okay? When your spirit man is growing, it's like a palm tree flourishing because it only heads towards heaven. God's way. God's word. That is the victorious. So if God, Jesus said, the word of God says, it's available to us, that means everyone, every believer should be living a victorious life. And if not, why? Ask yourself. Okay, because when you go out and preach the gospel or share with uh, other Christians, okay, who are living defeated life, opposite of victorious is defeated, you'll be able to explain to them properly where is the problem. <laughs> okay, actually in the spirit, all done. You overcome sin, you overcome sickness, you overcome depression, fear, guilt, shame, right? But it's just still living in the flesh, in the body and the unrenewed mind, that's where you feel defeated but you're not, okay? When you know your spirit man. One man's disobedience opened the door for all humanity to be sinners. Also, one man's obedience, Jesus Christ, opened the door for many to be made perfectly right with God and acceptable to him. Do you see this verse as impossible for you? No. Now, this, God is, this verse is for where? The spirit man, okay? The one that got born again, Right, that we have perfect righteousness. When you say, when you understand a revelation of you are made righteous, it's not your body not doing any more sin. It's not your head no more thinking wrong things. Sometimes we do, right? Because that is in the soul area. It is in the spirit. So when your spirit man growing can receive and understand, I'm made perfectly righteous. God doesn't condemn me anymore. That joy from your eternal spirit floods your whole being and affect your emotion. You begin to rejoice 
<laughs> come from that spirit, you know. <clears throat> so how does this spirit when in Acts chapter 2, when the Feast of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Okay, so you understand a bit of spirit, soul, and body, the three part being. And then because of Adam's sin, man born in darkness, the spirit died. All walking, the, the living dead are all around you. All together, then the Holy Spirit came, right? After Jesus, he gave us the hope of the new creation of being born again born again is through Christ. Then the whole, uh, uh, to, uh, Jesus said, wait, okay, until the Holy Spirit came. So they all waited. They were all together, just like us, right, in one place. Without warning, there was the sound. Actually, we were all getting born again there, the Holy Spirit. The sound, whoo, remember just now, Marianne, you saw the trees, right? All right, where the wind come. God is coming again, or, or rather God came again. Okay, because in the whole Old Testament, the people not yet, Jesus not yet died, they couldn't, they're still dead spirit. But by the you know, grace of God, they were uh, uh, given righteousness, born again in credit okay, to the future after Jesus died. But as they were at that time, the Holy Spirit cannot fill them. So in the book of Acts, after Jesus died already, the way was open for God to bring back life to the human being, the three-part being, for the spirit man to be born again. Okay, now can be born again. Now can be born of God. Okay, because of what Jesus died, uh, Jesus did on the cross. <clears throat> Already, redemption done. So the Holy Spirit came, same way as the beginning when the Holy Spirit hovered over the earth. Right? And, the, uh, and the, the creation took place and how God created Adam. The sound came in, the wind of God, so strong, like a strong wind, like a gale force. No one could tell where it came from. See the trees, right? Just now you saw the picture, right? The wind, you cannot see the wind, but you can see the effect of the wind. It filled the whole building. There, like a then, like a wildfire, fire, right? Wind and fire together. Whoa, <laughs> super powerful. So your God come like that one, okay? Not very uh, blur blur uh, sleeping God. No, he's not the sleeping God, okay? He is the fire, wind. The Holy Spirit spread through their ranks and they started speaking in a number of different languages as the Spirit prompted him. The Spirit came upon 120 and they become and they were all dead. <laughs> no, they become all alive. What is one of the proof that you're alive? You can speak. <laughs> the dead person cannot speak, right? Expressionless. When the Holy Spirit came, when the wind of God came, the sound of a mighty rushing wind came and filled the 120 there. They begin to speak loudly. And other languages, different languages, heavenly languages, other people's dialects were all speaking, filled with the Holy Spirit, with the breath of God, with the wind of God. Heaven came down. Right? This is what happened. And actually, the people were 
born again. 120. All born again. Receive the Holy Spirit. Okay? So the Holy Spirit is not, your spirit, man, is not the Holy Spirit. Alright? Some people confuse. <laughs> My spirit? Is it Holy Spirit? Is it God's Spirit? Okay? First, you are spirit, soul, and body. Alright? The Holy Spirit came to dwell in our spirit, which is now the garden of the Lord. All right, the place where God can dwell, where God can communicate with, commune with. Right? Because God is a spirit. All right. So the Holy Spirit came. Word of God and direct revelation to the to our dwell inside where? The Holy Spirit is the spirit of God. Dwell inside each person's spirit. Okay? So the inside this body, right? The, the bottom body. All right, receive information from the physical world and from all the senses, the five senses, fit to the soul. Okay, why you think you're hot? Because your body feels hot. So your sense of feeling will tell your soul, your mind, that you're hot. And then the mind registers the brain and says, I am hot or I am cold. <laughs> Correct? Well, below the place you need, uh, you feel cold because your body feels cold and then register to the mind, feed to the mind information that your it's cold. So the mind says it is cold. Understand? Then in the soul, you can choose what to think, whether from your body, the information fed from the body or the information that if that's where you choose, right? You make to decide whether you want to sit here to, this morning to learn or not, <laughs> whether you want to receive Jesus or not, okay? You either have information received from the body realm, I'm very tired, I'm very sleepy, see? Now, uh, Marianne is receiving information from up, the spirit, okay? And the Holy Spirit as well, with the anointing, okay? Feeling your spirit, man, revelation of the word, she get up. <laughs> she even joined our group, okay? Uh, adult group, and then later, she got energy to join some more spirit, uh, spark jewels, <laughs> supernatural power inside her, the anointing, the power of God. Most people say, I'm very tired with you after one whole session now. <laughs> and you all didn't do anything, just sit down and listen to me. Okay, and then still very tired already. Right, Mary Ann, supernatural now. <laughs> she receiving from above the Holy Spirit. All right, here now, few hours. And then afterwards, Super energy. Okay, see how alert she is, right? Because she's receiving from up, not from down. The body say tired. She reject already. The body say tired. <laughs> Correct or not, Marianne? Yeah, she's made alive in her spirit and feed, feeding on God's word, anointing from Holy Spirit. She make decision from spirit, right? The body, hmm. Keep quiet, just eat some food afterwards <laughs> that daddy cook, and then he, there you go for another session or from the Holy Spirit, right? From your teacher's teaching, amen. Yeah, so there is supernatural energy, there's life inside her and inside every one of you, okay? Because you, you're supposed to receive life, not death, okay? When you're so, there is another part, okay, which is called the heart. Right? I taught it in the foundation 01. Okay, I won't put it inside here today. All right, we will 
again do because it's a you understand spirit soul and body first then some of you uh, may not understand the heart yet even though it's already taught okay i will explain it again okay maybe in the next session right otherwise it's too bad too much for your in this session okay so here introduced to you spirit soul body right there's another part for the heart that's why our teach our session is called developing the hidden man of the heart okay so this hidden man is your spirit man and it is there is a part of you called the heart i'll explain next session okay so this is good enough for now all right so the soul remember the soul choose right you choose that's the place where you, you make choice okay and mary made spiritual choice okay she made a choice from the spirit so all of you made the choice from the spirit as well every area of our lives because we are spirit born we need to make decision from the spirit all right but the contrast you can see how many in the past we've been making a lot of decisions from the body all right and now we're going to be set free as we grow onward like a palm tree you can only flourish when you make decisions from the spirit so second corinthians 4 7 we are like common clay jars that carry this glorious treasure within so that this unimmeasurable power will be seen as god and not ours so this is like marianne right and every one of us you are the clay jar and our, our body is the clay jar but when we're receiving from the word from the holy spirit and no more getting all the information just from the body which is the, the, the corrupted already all right the five senses all last now activate the spirit man then you will have the treasure within which is a lot of things in the spirit man okay that's what we are learning about the spirit man a lot a lot of treasure in the spirit man Okay, the righteousness, the grace, the agape love. What's all this? They are not just words. So we're no more feeding the, the, the divine health, divine prosperity. Where it come all come from? Or where it's supposed, you know, from God, right? From above. Just now you saw the diagram. From the Holy Spirit above. So if you feed yourself, your spirit man, with the word of God, with the revelation from the Holy Spirit and the anointing, then you become this vessel. Otherwise, you have a vessel empty one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't show the, the empty one because no, you, none of you are empty anymore. All right. So glorious. The inside is the one that's glorious where all the aroma come out, right? The fragrance of Christ, the beauty, all right? It's the in your spirit. Okay. So the treasure is within you. Remember the baby, the person within Jesus said. From the invisible to the visible so that it is the power of god how you live how you move and all that will be coming from this supernatural power just look at mary and she's like supernatural power inside her <laughs> yeah how many of you can last from uh, morning until evening still listening to god's word see the anointing okay the oil and then understanding your spirit man build that spirit man strong see marianne always uh, do the meditation verse <laughs> she is collecting you know eating a lot in her spirit as well until the day say i am healed spirit already healed 
manifest into the body. It will happen for sure. Okay, when we begin to live in the spirit, eat from the spirit, all right, and build this, grow this spirit, man, it's just a matter of time for the spiritual to manifest, the invisible realm to manifest into the visible realm because we will all be created this way by the spirit of God whom we cannot see. Okay, understand better today, session one.